Hey, it has been one hot minute. <laughs> uh, do I want to look? Yeah, let's look. When's the last time I uploaded? It's been a while. Um, I just, I don't know. I took a break. I didn't think I had anything. Not that I ever have relevant things to say. <laughs> uh, oh. I'll figure it out in a minute. Anyways, um, I actually have a story, and it's kind of interesting, kind of um, weird when you think about it. Um, <laughs> but what do you do? So, let's just start from the top. After my... Oh yeah, I was going to check how long the break was. Uh, profile. Uh, last... March 6th? No, really? April 24th? Well, good on you. You got a break from listening to me. Natter on and on and on and on. But let's try and get a little more regular with this now. We've had our spring break. <laughs> um, you think I'd have a million things to say. I'm going to start kind of writing things down or retweeting or some way to kind of because I'll during this break I have thought of things that I'm like hey I should talk about that and then I just kind of don't <laughs> and I probably should so let's blow the dust off this it's not a dead notion I just I needed a break I did the year-long thing which was nice I got the numbers up there but then when things start when the hobby starts to feel like a job I highly recommend taking a break and then seeing if it's still something that you want to be a hobby. So here I am, I'm back, and it's story time. So I think I've talked about nostalgia a few times on here, and whether it's good or bad, um, there's having like pleasant memories of things, but like my one friend says, sometimes it's best to leave the nostalgia there and just kind of when you think about it then it's happy memories his big example was movies video games like the pop culture the things that kind of brought joy to you as a child because his notion was that the rose-colored lenses is always always going to be better than the stuff when you go back to it and i've agreed and disagreed on certain things um, uh, if you're nerdy, I would maintain that the video games are either going to bore the fuck out of you or just not live up to the hours and hours and hours and hours of time that you just poured, poured right into it. Um, and even to that point, some games, yes, like even this week, Steam just got a re-release of a bunch of old D&D uh, &D games made for, it would have been Commodore 64 at the time, so 1988 moving forward, probably sometime after Bard's Tale, which, which I think was 86, this may be going over some people's heads, but those were kind of the fun first RPG adventure computer games that had some graphics to them and weren't just type 
south, south, north, and not see anything, and then there would be very text-heavy, text-based games. So Bard's Tale, those have been remade a while ago, and so now these, what they call gold box D&D games, and it was like, I believe it's first edition, or what they call advanced Dungeons and Dragons. So considering we're up to fifth edition, it's been a while. And the rules were convoluted and stupid back then. And the guy who made D&D, Gygax, he hated magic classes. So it sucked being anything but just a brute warrior level-wise and power-wise. And you could see it. Plus, it was... I hate talking like this because in modern times, everything seems to get this brush, but... Old D&D was incredibly racist. Also, that only humans, I think, could go past certain levels and things. Like, they were the end-all, be-all in fantasy as well. And dwarfs sucked, and elves sucked, and halflings, and all that other stuff sucked, right? And it's now it's everyone has equal ceilings, but back then it was weird. Like, you'd think elves who live forever would be able to get better at some things than a human being who would live like what the blink of an eye to something like them or a dwarf anyways i'm nerd rambling (laughs) so yeah nostalgia and so lately i've been god popping on to ebay which i shouldn't be (laughs) because it's a bad idea and it's funny because now that i've ordered a few things my address is my post-divorce address so I gotta wander over there and pick up my last two orders but in the past I've gone on there and I grabbed a few things from my childhood and like one of them was the first transformer that my parents ever bought for me and that's before they got to be these huge expensive convoluted ones because the first one they were all the little mini ones like Hot Wheels size and so it was like just a little mini one but I tracked that down and bought it a while ago just to have it again um thankfully I think all my Lego is still intact somewhere in my mom's house probably not thankfully for her (laughs) or not because yeah she wants it out and has been sending stuff back with me every time and so This latest time around, because I had been watching a lot of old basketball, like 80s, 90s, NBA stuff, I wanted to get the cards that were kind of... There was one one NBA set in particular, and it was the 1990-91 NBA season. And back then, and kind of like... It was before or around, I guess... Score and Upper Deck would have maybe started around that time. But before that, there wasn't a lot of card companies. Like for hockey, it was Opeachy in those wax packages up here. And I believe Tops was the American brand for that. So things kind of started spiraling out to other companies. And for basketball, for a little while there, the end-all be-all was a company called just Hoops. And... um I think one year they just had gold borders and the next year the one that I bought had these silver borders. And I remember having a decent chunk of them, but when you're a kid you are just 
there was no such thing as the internet for me. So there was card stores, but you'd have to drive to those or trade shows or whatever. But like before that, I remember having like one or two hockey sticker books that I had like at least bought up to a certain point. But then there's a point of diminished return that you're always going to get duplicates. And I think in the back of them, there was something where you would put it was the 80s so probably like two bucks and you would just mail away and say here's the last 10 stickers I need to complete this book and I don't remember there being anything like this that wasn't like that was would be like an unofficial store that was the actual company saying like here mail away and finish your set and so I never had complete sets of stuff and I probably had a buttload of duplicates and back then and I don't even know I'm assuming all card things had some kind of rip-off rarity scheme so that you wouldn't get Magic Johnson or Michael Jordan or Larry Bird as frequently as you would get, like, Mookie Blaylock. No offense. <laughs> or, like, Mike Smrek or whoever, right? And so this guy, I was kind of just looking on, e- yeah, quotations, looking on eBay and I found a complete set of this NBA hoop set for $13. The shipping was 20 whatever, but it was somewhere in the States, and honestly, whatever. In the end, I paid between 30 and 40 bucks with shipping to get this complete set of 400-some cards. So to me, still net win worth what I paid for it, to me. And so I get it, and I'm looking through it, and... It's so amazing what the brain remembers from your childhood, but you have to trigger it. And so I'm looking at a lot of these cards and I'm like, I remember this artwork. I remember this card. I remember the picture on the back. I remember these things about this guy. And it's pretty amazing what the brain will store away. So 91, so 31 years ago, maybe 30, I guess, because the cards would have came out after the season. And so that aside it was just pretty cool to kind of and it it gave me that little shot of nostalgia in the positive way that with the fond memories there was no letdown or disappointment they didn't come in shitty condition it was just this nice 400 and whatever card set that I had a lot of and so it was nice I just got to kind of flip through them and look and kind of like oh I remember that player and this and that because I'm guilty of it when I watch the old stuff. I'm watching what was at the time the big name players. So I never watched old school like Milwaukee Bucks or LA Clippers or any of that stuff. Um, I'm watching to see Magic, Jordan, Bird, Barkley, Malone, uh, Sean Kemp, like those guys. And I'm not, and I'm going to make sure it's a matchup of two good teams or playoff stuff, right? And so. With these cards, it was neat to kind of see some of these um, B-team players that and just have the names actually like, oh yeah, that one. Oh, I remember him. And it's just, it's freaky what the brain can actually do. Um, I'll probably talk about <laughs> that next time because it's weird. My friend pointed out how Mary Lou Hanner from Taxi, if you're old enough to remember that, um, she's one of... 10, 10 or 20 identified people on the planet with legitimate like second to second photographic memory of her life and of everything that has happened to it 
but we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> but yeah, just remembering these cards and the stats and the people, um, it was cool and it was neat to go down memory lane. But then the other quinky dink kind of thing happened. Um, I texted my one friend who I talked to maybe a few times a year and just to check in and chat old school basketball with or just to see how they're doing. He's on the Christmas card list. Um, and I texted him and I'm like, hey, I bought the 1991 NBA hoop set. Um, and of course, him being a fountain of useless knowledge like I am, maybe there are even more so, I would say, probably. Um, he goes, oh, you got, you may have, depending on the year, you may have got the Menendez brother card. And I'm like, what the, what a strange thing to say back. <laughs> and, but it didn't raise any alarms in my head or re make me recall anything. Um, but it didn't matter at the time. Cause, so I looked it up. I know who the Menendez brothers are, but they were two rich kids that in 1990, 91, it would have been the same time. Um, killed their parents but then it being the time it was um this was before like school shootings happened frequently and kids were killing and stuff like that so when they killed their parents of course the and they acted all traumatized so the cops didn't check the kids for gunshot residue and things like that because they're like how could the kid kill their parents or the kids uh um, so they just kind of let them walk and investigated the crime scene, right? And then these kids, for people who don't remember and aren't old enough, these Menendez brothers went off and it was like a few days later, one of them bought a $20,000 Rolex or 10000 or whatever Rolexes were at the time. One went and bought a nightclub and they did a bunch of, depending on the article or video, because of course I've done follow-up to this because I have no life, um, they spent the one, first thing I read said they spent seven hundred thousand dollars, which is a lot of money for nineteen ninety. Um, between the death of their parents and then them getting caught or accused or going to court for it or whatever. And then I've read other ones that say it was well over a million, but it's like watches, nightclubs, and one of the things was courtside tickets to the Knicks. In Madison Square Garden. I think it's in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, they're wearing white, so it's home team. Because back then, the good guys wore white. Um, and so, if you go and look, and you find... I doubt any of you care. But <laughs> if you Google Menendez Brothers Mark Jackson, the player from the Knicks, who was a good point guard, but it's like... His card shouldn't be worth what this is worth... Um, but he was part of those really good Knicks teams. Um, so when you look at it, he's in this action shot that whoever, I don't know if card companies had their own photographers or if they just like went through local, like for every team photographers and like kind of bought good action shots. Good question. Something to look into because... It's a weird question I may want to know. <laughs> um, I'm sure it's big enough now that Upper Deck just has traveling fucking photographers. But at the time, whatever. So this action shot, Action Jackson, <laughs> um, 
in the background so he's doing this like he's throwing a pass or something but in the background the menendez brothers are kind of just slunched over and watching from the front row of this knicks game and like i think i read it was like twenty thousand dollar seats or something probably for both because i remember reading that during the prime era of showtime for the la lakers it was like twenty thousand dollar seats each so maybe they paid 20 for both for msg um but most of famous arena in the world right so i don't know if the knicks themselves were that big of a draw but um that was before the rangers got uh messier and all those guys because i think they won the cup in 94 so yeah it was before the rangers were any good um so yeah 20 grand they spent on these tickets and then of course later they got, got caught um i think they got off the first time and then society shifted to watching the oj trial so no one ever really saw the hullabaloo when they finally got sentenced i think they're still in prison um i think one of the videos i just watched showed that they were just recently actually reunited like they were put in prisons far away from each other for 25 years which would also be weird but you're murderers so you don't really get hey i want to go to prison and just chill with my brother um probably doesn't work that way especially in the states so yeah that's my strange little story that went from uh basketball to nostalgia to ebay to um buying something getting sent to the wrong house me looking at them for a while and then my epically nerdy um fountain of knowledge friend saying that i had a card of value um but not a value for the reason that you would even remotely think of if you were just given infinite guesses <laughs> so hey fun story <laughs> um i'll get back at this um i had no idea the break was that long it just yeah like i said things feel like work don't do them do it when you feel like it and this kind of strange story um <laughs> got me being like hey that would be something fun to tell so um yeah have a good one have a good week um i believe spring may be here now or at least for us still blizzards southeast of us so fuck who knows but yeah have a good one and we will i promise chat with you soon